When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Kenneth Vigue. If you grew up in the 80s or even the early 90s, you know as well as I do that horror was everywhere. And not just everywhere. It was sexy. In prime time and dominating the box office. It was the decade where a burned man wearing a glove forked with knives was haunting the dreams of Elm Street but paradoxically was also on the front of children's lunch boxes scholastic fall book fairs to which you went clutching sweaty dollar bills and a dog-eared multicolored paper catalog saw virtually everyone in class grabbing the latest textured cover of RL Stein's Goosebumps it was an amazing era for the exploration of darkness monsters and imagination It was the era I grew up in that shaped me, and I don't think it will ever come again. When I was 9, it was decided I needed to get out of the house. And so I joined the Cub Scouts one autumn day, and soon enough found myself on weekends, summer through fall, in the depths of the woods, with my sleeping bag pulled up to my chin, imagining every shadow ghosting past my tent had teeth and claws. In the evenings, we would all walk down to the waterfront where a roaring bonfire awaited. Sketches were performed, knee-slapping jokes were told, and so were chilling ghost stories. The years flew by and the word cub in scouts was substituted with the word boy. Over time, I found my courage and my voice and began to tell stories of my own. And to my great surprise, when I finished, I was met with terrified silence. I began writing them down in a dollar store blank book that I still have all these years later. With such charming story titles as The Psycho Student, Mucus Man, and The Revenge of the Killer Ghost. If you've been listening this long, you'll know how much I love writing horror. 
I think through horror we bring our demons and darkness out to play, to face them, as opposed to pretending they don't exist. Because in safely embracing both the light and darkness inside us all, we understand it and ourselves. This year for Halloween, we have something a little different. Horror anthology of morsels, Chad and his gang will be pulling out of the trick-or-treat bag for you tonight. We are joined by a special voice actor, Atticus Jackson of the No Sleep Podcast, the very first podcast I ever listened to and love deeply. And if you haven't discovered it, go subscribe to it right now. This episode also contains a story that is very, very personal to me, and I think you'll know when you hear it. I'm both nervous and excited to share it with you. There are layers to its meaning, and it may require a second listen to understand what actually happens. But for me, it's a story I've wanted to tell for a while. Now, let's begin. Halloween has returned to Appalachia, and with it, a blanket of fear, anxiety, and expectation. As the last few years have brought nothing but darkness and despair. But that is in the future. We open in the distant past, before Reclamation Day, on the scene of a robbery and murder. A house with no lights on. And yet, something is skipping up the sidewalk towards it anyway. It's Halloween, after all. A time for treats and tricks. Or is it? and go. Bullshit, lady. Your old man here was treading down in Sutton today. Saw him with my own two eyes. You telling me he came home empty-handed? I wasn't born yesterday. We just trade and barter, I told you. Our harvest for supplies. Just supplies. Take it and get the hell out of here. You goddamn raiders thought you were king shit living up in your condos. Now look at you. Your money ain't worth shit. You're begging for scraps like rats. That's what you are, rats. Squeak, squeak. Walter, Walter. God damn it, all over my boots. Look what you did to my boots, old man. Nice. 
At least you're good for something. Needed a new pair of boots anyways. Nice place you got here, lady. Let's see what you're canning. Oh man, that stinks. What the? Hey, who the hell is that? Chains? That you? I told you this one's mine. Go bother those assholes up the road. Jesus, quit playing around. You wanna be cute? I'll be right with you, dear. Trick or treat! What the? Smell my feet. Give my panty a tickle treat. <laughs> That'll never get old. What do you want, kid? Trick or treat, mister! What are you, high or something? It's August. You're a little early. Nice face. Go find some radix, you little shit. God damn kids. Ooh, laser pistol. Nice. Ah damn, this thing needs to be repaired. You should take better care of your tools, Walt! Trick? Jesus! Or treat! I guess he wants the trick! <laughs> hey! Come on out here, kid! I ain't playing around. That's not how you play, mister. You have to find us. These your folks, huh? You mad? Cope. Rules of the wasteland, kid. Every man for himself. You're getting colder. <laughs> I heard you. I got you, you little bitch. This is getting old, kid. One way up, one way down. Gotcha. Happy Halloween, kid. Wait, wait where'd you? Get your treat! Oh, my legs! A-B-C-D-E-F-G Cut your tendons, make you bleed! <laughs> that was a fun game, Ella. But there's no treats. Just veggies. Veggies are gross. Yuck. I know, Ella. Let's decorate for Halloween! I'm gonna carve your eyes out with a knife, you hear me? Don't worry, mister. Ella and I love to decorate. Ooh, let's make a jack-o'-lantern, Ella. Remember the pumpkin house? Pumpkin grenades smell like wet farts. Sweet! Here we go, Ella. Just what we need. I'm gonna kill you, you hear me? I'm gonna skid you alive! Happy Halloween! Let's play with matches! That was fun, Ella! This will make a fun story for our night-night book! But, 
into a really scary mask. If you go out in the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. If you go out in the woods today, you won't believe your eyes. Beneath the trees where nobody sees it, I Vault 76. This is the Overseer. I know these past few years have been hard. So much has changed. So much has been lost. And so much is still left to be done. If we were back home in the vault, I would be wishing you a happy Halloween right now. And we'd be planning festivities with more than a few of you planning things I'd end up scolding you for. But in truth, after walking away, I'd laugh. What I have to say now is no laughing matter. As we have discovered with the past few Halloweens, this day and long night ahead is not like our experience in 76. These mountains are old, their shadows long. Before we emerged, all who survived before us perished out here, and I think something took root, grew in the vacuum and loneliness of a world with a memory of life, but devoid of it. Tonight, I need all of us to be watchful, be weary, be careful. The new responders have field stations set up in Flatwoods, the Red Rocket Truck Stop, Sutton, and Watoga. They are armed and protected. If you choose to shelter in place, please salt your doors and windows. Do not go out. Do not let anyone in. Against our advice, the White Spring Resort is throwing their usual Halloween ball. And should you not heed my warning and choose to go to those people, do not go alone. Do not leave your drinks unattended. And don't, I repeat, don't eat any of their food. It's not what you think it is. I'll be listening. I'll be here all night. Call me if you need to. Happy Halloween. Godspeed. Please be careful. Please stay home.
Let out the clutch. Like this? Whee! Dude, I'm serious. I'm gonna hurl. Smooth it out, will ya? Pick a damn gear. Uh, how about this one? While we hit the dusty trail as those tampons go rolling along. Better slow up, kid. It's one of them mole rat potato things on the road. And it's high, high, wee! <laughs> oh no! I hit the kitty! Sorry, kitty! Sorry, Santa! Do you think Santa will be mad? Dude gave me a cheerleader Christmas before last. Well, he cares about coming a bit unclear, kid. Come on now, he's off the gas. You're freaking me out. Okay, fine. This speed is so boring, though. No whooshy woozy. Why can't you drive? I don't understand half the shit that happens around here. I tried to build you that new playhouse out back you wanted, and some dickhead just kept yelling at me over my Pip-Boy radio that I can't play shit anywhere. Who the hell is that guy? Can we please go for tricks and treats? N-O. Hard no. We've been over this. I had enough Halloween bullshit to last me a lifetime. But I've always gone. Even when it was just me and Ella. We used to have so much fun all year round. This time, there was this nasty man who wasn't wearing no costume. So Ella and I carved him into Let's a... Let's just focus on driving, okay? Look, I know you're disappointed, but we got it all planned out. Move some puncher decorating inside the rusty pick with lights and fog machines and all that stuff. Pats is making little decorated cookies that'll be burning enough that we can just throw them at dweebs who come knocking at the door. It'll be fun. Promise. We'll just shoot it up here to Freddy's fear, scrounge you up that witch's costume, and get home before shit hits the fan. That makes a mess. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Turn, turn slow. Slow now. Coming up. Corner here. There you go. <laughs> Good job, kid. You're getting the hang of it. Oh boy! Gunshots! Let's run over them! No, no. That's just backfiring. Don't know how long this beater's gonna run. Punch dunked about 12 gallons of Biv's weird-ass cocktail in it before she'd start. She gives out on us. We got a long walk back. So keep your fingers crossed, okay? Ooh, like... Like this? Ah, hands on the wheel. Ten and two. Christ. <laughs> I know, I know. Did your daddy teach you how to drive? My daddy taught me how to drink. Ooh, can't... And no, you can't. Anyway, we had one of them virtual pod thingies back in the vault. I used to play this one driving sim that was fun. They had this route up the coast into Maine. Beaches, sun, girls in shorts, and... Roller skates. It was heaven. Ooh, look! There it is! There it is! Nice. Now, just pull on in. <laughs> kid. <laughs> kid. Kid. You're gonna stop. Hit, hit the brakes, damn it. We're here? Jesus Christ on a jetpack. Hold up, kid. There could be ghouls and shit. Oh, hi, Mr. Ghoul. Happy Halloween. 
Yep. That's my girl. Ooh, Chad, Chad! Look! All kinds of costumes! Yeah, nice. A princess costume? Oh, that's ripped. That's no good. I thought you wanted to be a witch. I'll be a princess witch. <laughs> First time for everything. Oh, looky here. Nice. What's that? Skeleton mask. Yoink. But it doesn't have the bottom. Nah, don't need it. How come? Never mind. Come on, get your gear and let's beat it for home. Hopefully you don't wreck our ride. Ooh, look, look! It's still here! What is? My crayons! Ella and I used to sometimes visit, and she'd tell me stories for night-night time. She'd talk, and I'd make pictures. We made a book of her stories and our adventures. You did, huh? You don't want to write or color anymore? No. That's baby stuff. Baby stuff, huh? Is it because Ella's gone? Yeah. I wish... I miss her. She's not really gone. As long as we remember her, okay? I know Honeypot Bear isn't the same. My book! Our book! We can go get it! We can tell scary stories with our pumpkins and candy! Yeah? Where is it? In our old treehouse home where we lived! Treehouse? I don't know, kid. Day's getting short here. It's right on the way. Right on the way home. By the cabins. Alpine River Cabins? I got stoned there back in the day. Ella and I used to play games with people there. Alright. We'll go get your book. I'm serious. Let's move on. Look there. Witch's costume and hat. There you go. Come on, wait, goddammit! This kid's gonna be the death of me. Mama, punch makes scary spider. You go make more monster over there. How's it going, dude? Little Squirt will be back here soon. Punch plugging lights and foggy machine. Stupid Mama won't make trash can into more monster with machine and make it jump out and scare. What? Really? That sounds awesome! Let's see it! Mama make trash! 
punch a spider real scary. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me pretend I'm strolling through the door here. And... <laughs> Punch told you! Oh man! I'm covered in trash! Mama said you smell like ready for breed! Oh, uh, what? You. I'm gonna go change and you just go, sick weirdo! Hey, Pats! How's those cookies coming? Cookies? I don't know. I'm like giving myself a pedicure. That's our dinner pot! Come on, babe! Are they done? Ugh, fine. I'll check. Um... I think they're like, well, done. That's my little homemaker! I don't make nothing. Hey, let's go do something. They're having a Halloween ball at the White Spring? Let's go crash it. We went over this already. If Chad says we're staying put, we're staying put. We had enough trouble last year, and the year before, and the year before that, and like yesterday, and pretty much um every day. Look around, Moose. This is literally hell. What could possibly be worse? We really shouldn't say shit like that. Little friend home! Little friend home! Well, it wasn't my fault. That was probably the only working truck around here. I couldn't see where I was going. We don't play hide and seek while we're driving. <laughs> Supplies! Meet or treat! Close enough. Uh, Mama Laundry Hamper, you want to get this trash can off of me? Hi! Mama! Looky, looky! I'm a scary witch! <laughs> I'm gonna go put my costume on and show Honey Pop Bear! Hey, what crawled up her ass and decided to live there? Mama's scared. She's going to tunnel for Halloween. She no stay, she say. No, no, dude. You say it. Halloween. That's what Punch say, Chode. Halloween. Dude, come look at this. I fucking knew it, dude. What did I say? You ever seen clowns like that? Uh, your cookies or whatever are on the counter. I put them out with that fire extinguisher thingy. Enjoy! Where the hell are you going? I'm going to the White Spring. Uh, no you're not. Uh, yeah, I am. If you think I'm going to hang out here all night on Halloween, while we sit here and stare at each other and fondle pasta in the dark and chat here with his dick out, thanks, but no thanks. Been there, done that. I'm going to a party. Babe, come on! You can't just bail! Watch me. 
You coming? Dude, don't look at me. You tapped it, you bought it. Oh, we're supposed to stick together! That's what I figured. See you later, Lamoids. Patsy's off to crash a party. Stupid Patsy! Go and get eaten by monsters! Again! I'm getting real sick of this, dude. Punch make music machine go! reports of an unidentified flying object over the Charleston Capitol building. Please stand by. The Nightwolf lost the coin toss and is calling in now. Nightwolf, you there? Come in, pal! Jesus Christ, I can't believe you sent me down here, you jackass! What's happening? What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Mysterious beings from the outer reaches of space are invading our fucking skies and stealing the brain waves from life forms throughout Appalachia. We've got the new responders and judiciary guard responding, but there's too many of them. There's too many. Nightwolf! Nightwolf! Take that, you alien sons of bitches! We're fighting back! We'll send this alien scum back to space, won't we, fellas? Ladies and gentlemen, we've lost the Nightwolf. Please, please, if anyone could get down there. Where have all the good men gone? Where are all the gods? We need a streetwise Hercules. We need a hero. We've got to fight. We can't let them. Nope. No thanks. Fuck it. Come on. Let's crack open some beers and lock this place down tight and good. We'll take the kid through our haunted house thing downstairs, stuff our faces. Then she has this book she made she wants to tell stories from. Don't eat too much candy, kid, okay? Okay! Story time! Sure, kid. Let's see what you got. Punch tell story! Punch go! Uh, there was a silly meat bag from then. Uh, talk. Uh, punch forget. Look, see? I made all these pictures, too! That's great, kid. Uh, is that blood pouring out of that woman's eyes? Uh-huh. Okay. You want to read first? Nah, kid. You go ahead. We'll listen. Here you go, dude. Something new. What is it? Punch calls it pumpkin spice. You put pumpkins in beer? Extra spicy. Full body. Sure. What the hell? (coughs) What do you think? Got a mouthful of dirt. What the hell? You didn't wash these? Wash? Wash what? Extra spicy! (coughs) Right. Well, A for effort, dude. Go on, kid. Ooh! This one! This one! This was one of the first stories Ella told me. It was just after we found each other when Mommy and Daddy weren't long quiet. Uh, 
long, quiet? What the actual? Shh. No talking during story time. Just drink your beer, dude. Pass me one of them cookies. Watch me nail the trash can across the room. Over there? No way. There you go, dude. Big Chad energy. Anyway, this story is about a little boy named Billy. Billy's family was a bad family, but not Billy. Billy didn't want to be bad. He wanted to be good. But sometimes kids at school or teachers would make him so mad. So mad, he'd do bad, bad things. When his school in Morgantown was decorating for a Halloween ice cream social, he did a bad, bad thing to a little bitch named Amanda. Superintendent, bad blood, bad family, every one of them. I want him out permanently. Calm down, Tom. Let's get the story straight here. What happened? I was in the middle of a session. Exactly what I told you would happen. That little shh child, Billy Peterson, had another incident. I hope you're satisfied, my dear Miss Malone. I warned you about that kid. 42 years in education, and if there's one thing I know, it's bad blood. Blackballing a child in this school system because you have history with his old man isn't just cause to witch hunt the kid into a state of anxiety and paranoia, Tom. That's Principal Sutter's, Miss Malone. What happened? That's what we're trying to determine. I'll tell you what happened. You should see the mess in there. We'll all be lucky if her parents don't sue. Christ, Tom, please, just spit it out. The children were in the cafeteria decorating for the ice cream social. Hanging things, blowing up balloons and such. Mr. Belvedere was monitoring them, so I stepped outside to place a call. Once I was done and making my way back, I could hear the children screaming to high heaven. So I ran in, and there he was. Amanda on the floor, ladder toppled over, paint everywhere. And she's screaming. And there's Billy Peterson with one of her pigtails in his mouth, growling like some animal and dragging her across the floor. He shook her so hard, it ripped some of the skin along her hairline. Jesus Christ! So I yelled, run over and haul him right up by his collar, and he swung at me. The little shit swung at me. I told you, bad blood starts at home, Miss Malone. That family's language is violence. Fists and worse. You remember what happened with his uncle? Bad business. Robbery gone wrong or some such. Uh, he killed two gas station attendants and tried to hot foot before the state police nabbed him over on the, uh, the Ohio border. Did you talk to Amanda? Amanda? What for? To get her side of the story. Braid in his mouth. Down his throat. What other side is there? If you'd paid attention to my reports, you'd know that Amanda, Lisa, Steve, and Ray have been picking on him, playing pranks, dumping salt in his lunch. Are you sitting there and telling me that horseplay warrants outright violence? No, of course not, Principal Sutters. But there's no such thing as bad blood. 
I don't have plaques on my wall self-congratulating myself for four decades in education, but I do have training and degrees in understanding things you don't. <sighs> you new age 21st century liberal therapist types are all the same. We had decorum in my day. What that kid needs is a good crack with a paddle. I tend to err on the side of temperance here, Miss Malone, but this is the fourth incident from my understanding, and Lord knows involving his parents doesn't help. We have no choice but to expel him. We can't just give up on him. He's a good kid. He's trying. But think of what he goes home to, the life he has. You just don't toss someone like an old sock. We need your reports and signature to take action. Here, sign. I'm not signing that. You can and you will, Miss Malone. Please, let's not make this a problem. Just let me talk to him. Find out what happened. Get to the bottom of it. We were making progress in our sessions. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's in the nurse's office. Amanda's mother picked her up already to bring her to AVR Medical for a checkup. Fine. Bad blood, Miss Malone. I know it when I see it. You don't see shit, you old buzzard. You want a sip of water? No, ma'am. You can look at me, Billy. I'm not going to bite. I'm not going to get mad or yell at you either, okay? Okay, I'm looking. What? Did you call my pa? Principal Sutters is doing that. And I'm sorry. He has to. They're kicking me out, aren't they? Just like my pa. They want to, but I don't want them to, okay? I need your help to stop that. It doesn't matter. Of course it does, because I'm guessing the reason you're sulking here and avoiding my eyes is because you know what you did was wrong. Am I right? Maybe. Maybe yes. Yeah, I know it was wrong. I'm not stupid. No, you aren't. Despite these incidents, you get good grades when you try. But pulling the fire alarm, locking Steve in his locker with that rat... Those aren't good things, are they? No. You remember what we talked about last time? Sometimes, when we want help, but are scared to ask for it, we do things to get people to notice us. To notice something's wrong, even when we don't have the words for it. Nothing's wrong. How have things been at home? Same. Okay, let's switch gears here. What happened in the cafeteria? Was Amanda bothering you? Is that why you lashed out at her? No. Then why did you attack her? I had to. Why is that? I don't know. Look, Billy. Sometimes when people do bad things to us, we never let them go. We bottle them up. Everyone thinks about bad things. That's perfectly normal. Do you think about bad things, Miss Malone? Of course I do. All the time? Not all the time, no. But when we bottle things up, 
those things make us think bad things all the time. Sometimes make us do things. You remember what I showed you with the balloon? It gets bigger and bigger. Things at home, things at school, things people say or do, laughing, teasing, even suspecting you of things. Like Principal Sutter's. He told me I had bad blood. No, you do not. There's no such thing. You are your own person. You aren't your pa or your uncle or anyone else in your family. You're Billy, and no one gets to decide who Billy is or his future but you. Got it? I don't have a future. Why would you say something like that? My pa says I wasn't supposed to be here. I was a mistake. He said what? <sighs> Billy, sometimes adults say things because they have bad things they've bottled up. That's how it continues. It's what we call the circle of trauma, and it doesn't stop until you choose to make it stop. Sometimes I get so mad. I know. The voice inside me says bad things, thinks bad things. I don't want to do bad things. I don't. Well, what does it say? I can't tell. Why not? Paul says only pussies talk about what we think and feel. I ain't no pussy. <laughs> oh, I think your pa was told that once upon a time by someone who didn't know any better. If you don't talk about how you feel, what you think, the circle just keeps going. The balloon just keeps getting bigger until it pops like today, and then you start all over again. It's better and safer to let things out. I can't. Pa will get awful mad, real mad. So I don't say nothing. Billy, do you trust me? Yes, ma'am. Have I ever been mad at you? No, ma'am. So tell me. You tell me what's wrong, what you think and say. I don't know. I know you do, but I do. I want you to trust me, and I don't want you to go and get kicked out of here. The cycle has to end, Billy. It's okay to tell you. You promise you won't be upset. Cross my heart. Tell me. Let it out. Okay. Thank you, Miss Malone. She was younger, and one of the few good memories of Daddy, showing her how butterflies were born. She began to laugh as scaly arms, tipped with razor claws, hauled the squirming mass of scales and fur free of the now lifeless boy. It didn't look like butterflies. 
not a butterfly at all. And as the dripping claws flashed towards her, she thought to herself that Sutter was right. Bad blood. you like it? Yeah, kid, that was great. Want to light your pumpkin now? It's dark enough. Oh, boy! Here you go. Careful now. That witch's costume ain't made of asbestos. Ooh, scary! Ooh, trick-or-treaters! With the lights off on a huge fuck-off sign in neon letters? Nope. Get lost, can't you read? Open the door, goddammit! <laughs> Hurry! Uh, they're after me! Tough shit, you old weirdo. No, you don't understand! Uh, aliens done probed my pole! And now they're scorched everywhere! Uh, they're trick-or-treating! Oh, some of bitches are trick-or-treating! <laughs> but, but they're taking fingers and toes! Goddamn pack of windigos out here eating people. It's hell. You gotta help me. Don't care. Not this year. Find someone else to deal with this shit. We're busy. Oh, God. They're coming. Open this door, please. Hey, Moose. Yeah? Grab me another beer, will ya? Pumpkin? Sure. What the hell? Who was that? Easter Bunny. But it's Halloween. I know, right? Come on, hit us with another one. Oh, this is a good one. Will you read it? Sure, kid. Well, let me see what you got here. In every grave there is a story. Some stories rise up to scream at the stars. Others sit, ferment, yet are patient. This particular story is about a woman whose beauty became legend, and it begins innocently enough with rosehip tea. The Wilmot residence, Lady of the House speaking. Well, good morning and happy Halloween, ma'am. My name is Helen Quinn. I'm your Eve Cosmetics representative. Do you currently have an Eve's representative? Oh, well, no. Um, Eve Cosmetics, you say? Oh, yes. I'm a representative who covers your neighborhood. We recently dispatched a Miss Eve bot to your area. Oh, yes. Left me a catalog and a lipstick sampler. 
That's right, the Eve Autumn Rose Lip Palette with lasting and vibrant pigments that stays on 50% longer than other leading brands, even while enjoying warm coffee or tea. <laughs> I can hear children in the background. Sounds like you could use some Eve pampering. They do run me ragged. Oh, don't they, though? What are their names? Oh, Billy and Ezzy. They take after Ralph's side of the family. Isn't that always the way? And I bet you're an amazing mom. Oh, well, I certainly try. It's not easy. Not easy. Just between us girls, when's the last time you put yourself first? How do you mean? Well, I mean... Really pampered yourself, Miss Wilmot. We often give our families, husband, and loving children so much of our vim and vigor that time herself seems to slip away. Then one day, you look right in the mirror and you wonder Where did the time go? That's right, Miss Wilmot. Oh, call me Sue. Oh, well, Sue. Thirty years ago now, when Miss Eve Lamont founded Eve Cosmetics, she did so because she saw young women just like her neglecting their beautiful selves, giving everything they had for their families, including your youth and beauty. Her belief that time is the thief of beauty led to the creation of her first product right in her home, and still our number one seller. The Eternal Night Cream, a buttery, revitalizing blend of natural oils and plant healers that works its magic by night, rolling back the years and revealing a vigorous, more feminine you every morning. Oh, yes, yes, I have heard of that. Mrs. Wilkes down the road swears by it. Yes, indeed. One of our most loyal customers. And, well, I don't normally do this, but... I'll tell you what, for today only, I'd like to offer you my employee discount on our Eternal Night Beauty Bundle. Oh, oh no, I couldn't possibly accept that. No, no. Oh, please, Sue. It would be my pleasure. Do I have your permission to charge your account? Well, of course. You didn't have to do that, dear. Oh, well, that savings is on me. We have a pensive pot in the area, and she'll be dropping off your bundle within 15 minutes. And, Sue? Yes? Tonight is your night, okay? <laughs> okay. Have a good day. Oh, you too. Damn, I'm good. Ugh, another one? Jeez, Helen, all I get are hang-ups or creepy husbands. Just like I guess. You'll get it. It took me months to get the vibe right. You just have to listen, feel people out. Pretend like you're trying to convince your mom to buy you something you really want, and you're just pulling the right levers, pushing the right buttons. I just don't think I'm cut out for sales. If I don't make my sales goals this month, I'm going to get the X. You? You'll probably get promoted to Rose Goal, and I'll never see you again. Have you ever met her? The Red Queen? Miss Lamont? The Red Queen? <laughs> Is that what you call her? 
I've only seen her once at a Christmas party, and she rattled on about empowerment and business and pushing ourselves to blah, blah, blah. No, I haven't, but mark my words, she'll know my name. Oh, your necklace. That's lovely. Do you like it? Pure silver and a real emerald. Must be nice. <laughs> no, no, I didn't buy it, Louisa. Mom shipped it over from home. A great aunt from Ireland willed it to me. A family heirloom. Bit odd leaving it to someone you never met. Been in the family for generations. The charm of protection, luck, and good fortune. Oh, so that's your secret, huh? <laughs> Representative 2526, please report to my office immediately. It's the nap. You're gonna get it. That eagle-eyed battle axe probably saw us talking. <sighs> of course she did. There's more cameras in here than Hollywood. What's she gonna do? I'm the best salesperson on the floor. Shh! She'll hear! Oh, you're awful! Hey, if the shift ends and I'm still in there getting an earful, wait for me. We'll do Frisco's tonight for Halloween. It'll be a gas. The place'll be hopping. And for Christ's sakes, Louisa, put on a nice dress. We need to find you a fella. Okay, okay. Enter. You wanted to see me, Mrs. Knapp? Well, don't just stand there gaping, girl. Come in and close the door. Sit. Yes, ma'am. Miss Quinn. Would it surprise you to note that this week alone, exactly 3.72 hours of productivity was lost at your station? That sounds about right. Would it also surprise you to note that 3.72 hours of productivity equates to exactly $2,100 in lost potential sales? Really? Wow. <laughs> Miss Quinn, I have very little patience for sarcasm. It is the sword of the weak-minded. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, I think I'd say, based on the current sales trend trajectory of this floor, that I exceed the average goal per individual by 236% week over week. By my estimation, your salary increase and that shiny mahogany and ebonite ward on the wall over there for, what was that? Ah, yes. Excellence in sales management. Well, that was due in no small part to my own individual efforts for shifting the mean average of the entire floor. How dare you! You smart-mouthed little bitch! You can stop there, Nap. I've heard quite enough. Eve! I mean, Miss Lamont. I, I didn't... You didn't expect I'd be lurking at the door? Never assume you have the floor, my dear, for when you do... It's unexpectedly pulled out from beneath you. I trust you heard all you needed to hear then? I have indeed. It is, I assure you, with no small pleasure, that my dear Miss Quinn, I hereby, with prejudice... Promote you to rose gold. Uh, I'm sorry? Mrs. Lamont, I must protest. You'll what, Nap? My, my apologies, ma'am. It, it's just that she's not the usual caliber lady for, for rose gold status. 
true. But she's young, hungry, and bold. I like that. You have guts, my dear. I can use someone like you. Well, I don't know what to say, Miss Lamont. Call me Eve. <clears throat> Eve? Tell me, my dear, what do you do to shake off the dull monotony of existence in inside sales once that clock is punched? Well, I... I have a few hobbies. Such as? Music. I sing. Some light dance. Nothing formal, mind you. You sing. Excellent. Oh, I so wanted to be musically gifted when I was a rarer rose. But alas, it was never a gift I could master. Come with me. Baxter, the door. Of course. You have Miss Quinn's coat and belongings. Yes, ma'am. They were moved to the car, ma'am. Splendid. Right this way. We're taking my special lift. I don't understand. Where are we going? My my friend's waiting on me. How hungry are you to achieve true success? Not just working at Eve Cosmetics, but to become truly part of it. Rose Gold, our highest achievers immortalized. You live in a run-down apartment in Beckley, shared with three other girls, none of whom hold a candle to you. How did you... I knew girls like those once. A place like that. Rats in the walls, always eating, and you don't know what they're eating. But your imagination can certainly conjure up all sorts of things that keep you up at night. You can have it all. But I need to know that you are hungry. Are you, Helen? Are you hungry? Yes. Excellent. As of this day, say goodbye to Nap, say goodbye to this floor, this building, and that shithole you called home. Rose gold means power, access, being one of my special assistants. Would you like that? Oh, yes, Mrs. Eve. Good. Your destiny awaits. I'm holding a little Halloween gathering for some of our first clients tonight, and you shall be our guest of honor. But first, we must swing down to Watoga and find you something appropriate to wear. Push it, would you? Ding, ding, dearie. As the office lights dimmed and the workday ended, Helen was whisked into a shining black limousine that idled at the curbside. Dazzled as she slipped inside the plush interior, she found herself whizzing away down the streets with a champagne goblet in hand, dreaming at last of a promising future. Far above, on now empty and dark floor, Louisa waited for a friend. She would be waiting for a very long time. lovely, my dear. You must see Paris. You simply must. It really sounds lovely. Sorry, Mrs. I was so dazzled when I walked in the door, I've forgotten your name. Lady, not Mrs. Child. Lady Alice. And there, Mrs. Wilcox. A pleasure. And Mrs. Timmins. It's easy to remember because my husband's first name is Tim... Tim Timmins. Mother warned me about marrying the silly man, but he had money, and who doesn't like that? 
Tell us more about yourself, child. Have you been to the Riviera? I used to go camping with my dad. Camping? <laughs> In this economy? <laughs> Charming. What a simple life you must have had. I suppose so. And you grew up on a farm? Didn't it smell? You, you get used to it. Fall was always nice. Smell of the cider, smoky mornings, dry leaves, and the pumpkin patch. Oh, it's a magical time of year. All Hallow's Eve. Isn't it, girls? <laughs> yes, indeed it is. Wouldn't imagine spending it in any other place. Will I be meeting the other girls? Will they be joining us for dinner? Of course you will, my dear. We're working on something special together. Very hush-hush. But the timing is critical. Very critical at this time of year. I like to spend time with each of the girls their first night here. So much more intimate. We'll be working closely, after all, and doing great things. Here, more wine? Sure. It's really quite lovely. Yes. Where was that vineyard, dear? Lori Valley? Perish the thought. No, it was that little Hungarian vineyard. Oh, that's right. That little art-collecting jaunt with... Oh, 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 what was his name? Who even remembers? Who even cares? Ugh, he was a boorish oaf of a man who fancied himself an antiques collector. I left him at the border and dashed off on my own. So much more fun. <laughs> oh, oh, you left him? Men make for entertaining diversions. But I keep myself busy with work and my little hobbies. Well, I think it's wonderful that, for all you have, you take time for your philanthropic work. Once my dear Edgar died, I wanted for nothing. Not a thing in the world. But all of this, just a big empty house... It was quite like a tomb. I found myself wandering room to room, day by day, like a ghost. And time, time always ticking, always ticking, always wearing you down, robbing your beauty. Each second, each minute, each hour, grinding you down like the beating tide on a stone. <clears throat> Careful, dear. Oh, yes. And so I decided to fight her. Fight her? Time, my dear. Give myself and every woman everywhere a weapon to fend her off. For a bit, anyway. And these women, my sisters, our little group, became my first supporters in that little quest. Couldn't have done it without you. You've changed our lives, dear Eve. Truer words were never spoken. Or invoked. Ah, Baxter. What have we for dinner? Prime rib of beef, ma'am. Haricot, fair, and truffled mash with demi-glace. Splendid. Bon appetit. Oh, it's... Oh, I'm so sorry, Mrs... I mean, Eve. It looks rather rare for me. Does it? Does it? Oh, my dear, dear child... This is a prime choice cut. Grass-fed and grain-finished. Mmm, this is no Red Rocket Truck Saber. Indeed. It, it's just... Blood makes me queasy, and... 
did you know that meat, when served rare, safely handled, mind you, for there are no second chances when it comes to bacteria, is the elixir of life itself. Meat as rare as this retains its buttery, fleshy texture, its delicate softness. Come, let me cut it for you. Miss Lamont, I... Open? Open wide, little Helen. If I could just have... I said open. Please, indulge me. There, your eyes, the flush to the cheeks. You aren't just eating steak. You're eating the lingering memories of sweet dewy grass, the summer sun warmth, and the tinkling of bells in a field. In every bite, a memory of life. It's beautiful symmetry. It's... Good, Miss. Look! See? Your complexion now is positively glowing. She was such a pale little thing before, wasn't she? Best keep eating up, dear. That's my girl. Beauty starts from within. Speaking of ladies, before we tuck into our autumnal repast, I must show you my latest acquisition. Just out here. Come. Oh, you'll love this child. You won't soon forget it. Behold. Oh, it's... It's... Yes, we know. Simply divine. My private oasis. My rose garden. Specimens from all over the world, safely protected from the rough weather Appalachia has for the more delicate varieties in my conservatory. An acre of glass, metal, and fully automated temperature controls and irrigation system. I can simulate any weather condition necessary by section to keep these lovelies flourishing. They're beautiful. Such vivid reds. Yes, and here. So, rose hips. A healer from the ancient world. The secret to my latest innovation in beauty. Rose Hop Tea Blend Number 3 These here, Eve dear Hungary you brought them back from, wasn't it? Hungary, yes Such a beautiful place Ancient, wild, and untamed I went looking for some rare herbs, you know Little bit of business with pleasure Scouring for some art pieces And little trinkets to fill this place My guide and chauffeur, Nikolai Oh, he was such... A dish. Yes, my poor boy isn't half as fetching. Careful, my dear Miss Wilcox. You are salivating. Oh, you would have loved him. The stamina of a young colt. We pulled into this little sleepy hamlet in the Little Carpathians, a mountain range. There was an old man there, selling odds and ends scoured from crumbling estates and ancient castles. We haggled over the price on some ornamental statuettes, but he could tell I was little interested in dropping any more coin on his garbage. So, with a funny smile, he said he had something I might be interested in. And what did he fetch me? A book. A crummy old dusty tome. Well, I was about to leave when I realized what it was. Miss? I... I don't feel good. Oh. You look a little pale, my dear. Come sit. I feel so... strange. 
I knew the moment I saw you that you were rose gold material. The others were so... disappointing. My, an encyclopedic knowledge of Mediterranean dishware was an unwanted gift, Sister Eve. But this one, so young, so vibrant, and such a fiery spirit. Music was never my gift. I'm so glad it was yours. I'll enjoy exploring that. I need to go. Oh, my dear. Whatever is the matter? Uh, I feel so... There, there, now. Shh. We're going to do great things together. <laughs> How much longer? I saw a strand of grey this morning, and I was aghast. Yes, well, do hurry up, Eve, dear. I am hungry. Patient sisters. Where am I? Where? Mrs. Ah, you're back with us, my dear. Splendid. It's so much more effective when my girls are awake. Mrs. I'm... I'm tired. What is this? Isn't it beautiful? A weapon against time, my dear, and rare metals. Around you the petals of a flower, awaiting to close, and your ascendance begins. Rose gold! Rose gold. Rose gold be praised. You girls, my girls, I owe you so much. You were the missing ingredient to allow me. Us. Yes, Sister Alice. Continue my work. Let me out! Let me out of this! You know, the most vexing thing about anti-aging is that topicals can only do so much. Cold creams, night creams, no matter what mix of herbals and oils I found in my journey from one pole to another, all they did, all they did was hide the damage time herself had carved on my face and the face of every woman. Help! Help me! Someone, please! Scream all you like, dear. We're inside an acre of glass and steel in the midst of 500 acres. Right in the center of my crowning triumph, the fruit of my labors and... Oh, where are my manners? You can't see from down there, can you? Upsy-daisy. There you are, our precious roses. And they are where your work begins. Time to clock in. Make me proud. Please, please, please. Let me go. I I won't tell anyone. Of course you won't, my dear. You signed an employment contract. Non-disclosure agreement. Page 12, section 3. Please. Please. What is... What is that? What is happening? That book, that beautiful book I brought back from Hungary contained a false booking, and within? The blueprints of a device to make it all possible. The diary of the Countess herself, Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Who is 
lack of education. Whatever is the world coming to? The Countess was a Hungarian noblewoman child. She married well, but suffered from terrible seizures and visions. Desperate for relief, she and her nurse wandered into the woods, where a daughter of the earth dwelled in a cave. The witch listened to the Countess explain her malady, and whispered a great secret to her that day. A secret that cured her of all that ailed her, and so much more. Tell me! I'm getting there, child. Do shut up. Over three decades passed, and wild rumors reached the ears of King Matthias II, who at last was forced to act after some disturbing accusations were made. When they reached the castle, they found the Countess at dinner. Rare beef, I believe it was. But in the basement? Oh, dear, dear. Blood. Life is in the blood. But not just life. Memory. Ability. Youth and all that you are. Shared among sisters. Do you know how old I am, dear? Ninety-seven. Yet not a day over thirty-eight. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. No. The most famous serial murderess in history believed to have bathed in the blood of her victims to remain youthful forever. But that was a myth. She had a machine in her dungeon, a maiden not made of iron, but rose gold, and she did love her precious roses. <laughs> Goddess Hecate, hear us, hear, hear us. us. Grant us this life. Grant us her power. Let us drink of her youth. Taste of her memories. Into the rose. Into her seeds. From which all life springs. Grinding gears of the infernal machine, Helen's eyes fluttered as her life's blood was being pumped away, sprayed out upon the roses from the rose gold maiden, forever drinking all that she was and had been. As her screams grew weaker and at last stopped, as that last flicker of life left her, as it did, silent charm around her neck, precious gift from home began to glow. A heat radiating around across her chest. Unseeing eyes dilated wide. A black void from which something old, born of vengeance, of guardian of the soul, clawed its way up from the depths. A scream that was not hers exploded from her lips. What's wrong? Something is happening. What? What is it? There's something what is here. There's something else. Run! Run! Run, damn you! Eve! What is happening? Goddess Hecate, protect us! As the banshee wailed, the earth split apart and corrupted the 
remains of her girls. Her top performers of rose gold status were pulled forth from the soil. Crowns of rose bushes, their gnarled roots tangled through ratty fabric and festering flesh. Pulled forth by the revenant banshee's calls, they collided at charnel house abominations. Glistening white bones broke and reshaped into something new. Putrid flesh surged among thorn branches and limbs as the entity exhaled its first breath. The smell of decay wafting over the fleeing women like a wave. Eve fled, tripping along the pebble stone path leaving high heels long behind her. The dying cries of her sisters, her filling her ears, a symphony of rose bush rustling and rendering limbs made it to the door, and the safety of the house cheerily lit from within with jack-o'-lantern lights flickering on the walls, and Helen appeared before cold, dead eyes, glaring at her in judgment, lit from below by the baleful light of a trinket she'd never seen. Should have noticed it. Her Helen, such a musical gift, she would have loved to drink it as her own her mouth wide as the final banshee wailed escaped her lips. Pain exploded throughout her body and as Eve looked down her hands wrinkled, cracked, flaking skin, fingers twisted into arthritic claws. She tried to scream, but her breath left her as a thorny lamb erupted from her throat. The last thing she saw was her tongue split and segmented in the delicate petals of her rosebud. The color of blood. wasn't scary. That Helen chick should have like turned into a big wasp or something cool and stung those bitches. Or maybe, yeah, maybe those witches drink the tea, go to bed, and the next day they wake up as old bedridden people. Immortal, but like old and stuff. But that's not the story Ella told. How'd I do? It was spooky. Gimme that book. Let me read one. Here we go, dude. Uh, let's see. Uh, black-eyed kids? Lame. Headless truck driver? Dumb. A haunted condom? Awesome. Keep going. Oh, man. Um, oh, here's one. <laughs> On a high bluff above the Charleston River, a long shadow is cast from the hulking stone of Torrance House. It's Inhabitants are as sultry and secretive as its vast rooms and halls. The Torrance clan was born into wealth and power, seemingly blessed unto one terrible night that shook the town of Somerville to its core. 
What really happened that night? Are the myths and rumors true? It just so happens that one Halloween, a group of plucky but meddling teens set out to uncover the truth and found out that some secrets are better left buried. Government officials insist that this has isolated incident. We will continue to keep you informed as this story unfolds. Do you have any idea what you've done? My boy! My boy! Gang, pick up the pace. Tonight's the night. We're bound to find some ghosts. Jinkies! I thought we were going to a Halloween party, Brett. Not investigating another spooky mystery and entertaining your ghost fetish. It's not a fetish, Tiff. You can't deny you've seen some weird stuff before. Things even little Miss Four Eyes over here can't explain. Go choke on your ascot, Brett. Her name's Angie. You know that. Try calling her by it for once. Thanks, Tiffany. I like your dress. Your legs are looking great. Golly. Thanks. Get a room, you two. I don't need any mysterious clues to see the real reason we broke up, Tiff. Did you find your secret passage yet? A lesbian joke coming from a man wearing an ascot? Who wears an ascot? I dumped your one-pump chump ass because you act like you're God's great gift to women. Every time I would turn my back, you were off flirting with the first pair of tits you could find. If my dad's money wasn't tied up in all this ghost-hunting shit, I wouldn't even be out here. As much as I enjoy a lover's quarrel, can we get this over with already? My equipment won't hold a charge for long, so we better get a move on. Which way we heading, Ange? Just up the hill here, gang. So where are we going this time? To solve the mystery of the Torrance house. You mean mean the murder house? Alleged murder-suicide house. The police never released a full report about what happened there. I heard old man Torrance lost his marbles and chopped up the missus and the gardener she was begging, then ran himself through a chipper shredder. They never found the kid or his wife, though. Rumors, Brett. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, then what really happened, smarty pants? From what I've researched at the library, the Torrance family has lived in this area for over a century. Apparently, coming from royalty from across the ocean. Location unknown. Several lords have lived in this house, with each having several different wives. Alright, sounds like my kind of guy. <laughs> Pig? Not like that, Brett. They had several, because each of their wives all died young from causes unknown. In fact, not much is known about their wealth, family, any of it really. I've even interviewed the neighbors about them. All they could tell me is that Lord Torrance was always away on business. Dad was always going on about how he didn't like them. Thought they were too suspicious, too secretive. Said it was rude and unneighborly. They had to have been hiding something good. What do you mean? Think about it. What kind of people would keep to themselves like that unless they have some dark secret to hide? He's got a point, but that's not even the strangest part of all. What is? The sons. Sons? I thought they only had one. Yeah, Brody, but I'm talking about the whole family. For over a century, the Torrance family only ever had boys born in that house. Yeah, so? So, do you understand the probability of that happening? In over a hundred years, there was never a girl born. It was always boys. Yeah. It's really rare, Bretts. It's almost impossible. You're more likely to get struck by lightning. Or... Or catch an actual ghost on camera like we've been trying to do. To date, we found nothing but con men, weirdos, thieves, and that one old pervert. The mystery of the ghoulish groper. And yet, we found nothing. Oh, uh, come on. We you lay off, Tiff? We're trying to get this show off the ground, and you keep busting my balls. This show has been all smoke and mirrors. Cheap tricks to fool people into thinking ghosts actually exist. They do exist. You've seen them yourself. I've seen shadows and heard noises. This is it, Brett. The last mystery. We don't find something this time. We're hawking this crap. So I get my dad's money back. Give up? What do you mean? We're just starting to take off and become a hit. At our last screening of Mystery Deceased the Haunted Cave, we had ten viewers. See? But most of those are us, eh, and our parents. And I think one of them was the ghoulish groper in a trench coat out on bail. You're not helping, Leo. Look, we're checking out this Torrance place on Halloween night. We're about to get some solid footage, and then the show will take off. You'll, you'll see. Can we talk about this later? We, we need to get moving. Angie, lead the way. Oh, you actually said my name. Look at that. Progress. Yeah, of course, Tiff. I'm a changed man. Real changed man. Don't push it. Place is abandoned. Uh, if nobody's here, who, uh, who opened the door? Well, gang, it looks like we found a mystery. 
Never mind what I said. Looks like we got a ghost inviting us in. Oh, for fuck's sakes, it's just the wind. Winch, man. Leo, you fire up your ghost gadget, doodads. Uh, it's an electromagnetic frequency device. Yeah, that, that thing. Damn. Place is boarded up good. Okay, let's split up. Leo, you and I will each take a staircase. Uh, girls, keep a lookout down here, okay? Why do we have to keep a lookout? What kind of sexist nonsense is that? It's because if someone shows up, we get caught, and he can make a run for it. Wait, no, what? <laughs> no, that's not true. Wow, you are a grade A asshole, Brett. Tiff, I... J- Just go already, before you end up as the next corpse in this house. <laughs> Damn, burn. Smoke another joint, Leo. Hey, Ange? Hmm? Do you think we'll find any... any ghosts? Yeah. Doubtful. I'm more interested in solving this case and getting to the bottom of what really happened. <laughs> Spoken like a true, Warren. Angie, as long as I've known you, you've been solving crimes. No matter how big or small, just like your dad. I'm sure you'll make a great detective someday. Did that just... Mm-hmm. Yep. Those doors just pulled off the door. What the hell was that bang? Look! Nice job, girls. How'd you get the boards off? We didn't. Then who did? You, you mean... Look, guys, this is dumb. It's not too late. Let's just forget this. Get the hell out of here. Head over to Frat Row up at Vault Tech U and spend Halloween in anywhere other than here. I second that idea. Yeah, yeah, you, you hear that? No way. We're going through that door. Some spirit is calling us for sure. Yeah, and we should leave it alone. Another good idea. Haha, <laughs> so you do admit the real. I admit to nothing, Brett. Last thing I need to do is stroke your ego. That's not the only stroking you were good at. <laughs> Can it, you two? I'm going in. Dad would. Hell yeah! I am not going in there. Not even for one hand roll dooby-doo. Okay, fine. And don't... Hey, it'll be okay. Stick with me. Oh, fine. Are we in the basement? The cellar, but close enough. Can you believe this place still has electricity? Well, you'd think they would have shut it off. Unless it's got its own power source. What's with all the holes? This must be the groundskeeper's quarters. Wasn't talking about that. (laughs) Strange. What? Well, there doesn't seem to be any exit to the outside of the house other than the way we came in. You, you mean there's only one way in and one way out? Hold up, you guys. Look, there, there's something behind the wheelbarrow with the fertilizer. It's a room. This must be where the groundskeeper stayed. I can't see anything. 
Thanks, Brett. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, di- I didn't like that cattle. Then who? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a g- 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 ghost. <laughs> Guys, I think something's in here. Give your hands. What for? Just do it. Leo, you too. Gross, Leo. You have the sweatiest palms I've ever seen. I am freaking out, man. Spirit, can you hear us? Heed our call. See our light. I'm going back to the van. Don't be a pussy, Leo. Spirit, if you can hear us... Give us a sign. Jesus Christ! Don't break the circle! Spirit, if you can hear us, knock once for yes, twice for no. Do you understand? Holy shit! Brett, I swear to God, if this turns out to be some old creep again in a costume with his dick out... Spirit, are you Lord Torrance? Are you Lady Torrance? Guys, guys, guys! There's, there's something over in the corner. Holy shit! This is awesome. Get the, get the camera. No, y- you can't break the circle, Lady Torrance. Uh, uh, we were wondering if we could get a shot of you for the show. Do you like, yeah, put it, put a sheet on or something? God, Brett, she's dead. Don't be such a grifter. Lady Torrance, we want to help you rest. Find out what happened to you that night, ten years ago. Will you help us? Did Lord Torrance kill you? What the hell? So who did? Who the hell cares? I want to get out of here while we still can. Ask her. She can only answer yes or no. We're going to be here a while. Uh, guys, <laughs> that that shape in the corner—it's—it's—it's it's, it's glowing. <laughs> It's—it's it, it, a—it's a ball. A spirit orb. I think that's. And it went in her. Angie, what the hell? My boy, my Brody, must protect my Brody. Lady Torrance. Yes. No one knows what happened that night. To you, the groundskeeper, your husband? Do not mention that wretched man. Okay, okay, like, we're sorry, ma'am. Jeez, what you got against the gardener? Not the groundskeeper, you idiot. I think she means her husband. Why her husband? My diary, my lost book, hidden here in Samuel's journal. Break the circle, I will show you. I don't know. Angie said not to. Works for me, man. Okay, uh, circle broken, I guess. There. Move the foundation stone now. It is. It's her diary. Sam. You fell in love with Sam? The groundskeeper? He was the love of my life. A man, but so much more. Whoa! 
Nice one, Miss T. Quite the... Can it, Brett? My time grows short, please. Please, I must protect my Brody. He was never found, like you. Lost. Lost. Oh, lost that terrible night. He kept you here. Lord Torrance, you never left the house? Holy to tempt my hedges, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. That must have been terrible for you. It was for a long time. That was until I met Samuel. Sam was not one for many words, but he was always by my side, helping me tend my hedges and the balloons in the garden. He was my only enjoyment in life. As time went on, Sam told me stories of the old country, where he grew up. I dreamed of traveling with him, of leaving this wretched place behind and this cynical man who had trapped me here. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Uh, why not just leave him? I was bound here to this place in body and soul, as all Torrance women are. Like magic? Yes, but not the kind you read of in fairy tales. Dark magic. The most deplorable of its kind. Alistair came from a corrupted lineage. The only thing more important than their wealth was their legacy. The very first lord of their line used his wealth to possess the keys of Solomon, knowledge to summon and bind demons to their will. A deal was struck. In exchange for wealth and power, they would serve the will of the demon, a proxy. Someone who could carry out the dark deeds, some discord and sorrow on which it could gorge itself. Okay, okay, I, I can buy into that. Well, how does that involve you? The only way that the Torrance Lords could keep their wealth and power was producing a male heir to succeed them and continue their bloodline. Otherwise, the deal was broken and the house of Torrance would fall. Precisely. So, uh, through some dark magic, all the wives magically had boys? Well, I was young, foolish. Only too late did I understand my fate. To bear a male heir to continue the legacy. If she was unable to convene the son by her first wedding anniversary, she was disposed of. Oh my god, that is terrible. How could this go on for so long? The lords kept their secrets locked away tight, and the groundskeepers would do their bidding, that is until my Sam. As we fell in love, he opened up to me about the secrets of the lords. He brought me their secret ledger that they kept locked away. That is how I learned the truth of their foul dealings. All the way back to the very beginning, I studied their records, their dark magic, searching for a way out. Then it happened. I had a son. But how does that change anything? You you just continued the Torrance line. Wait! I get it! The son wasn't his! Yes. Huh. Uh... Uh, I, I don't get it. You know nothing of romance. She was in love with Sam. It was Sam's son. Indeed it was. Alistair wasn't the only one that could keep secrets. He knew nothing of it. Not until this very night, ten years ago. What happened? There. Yeah. Ramiro, look. See. I will show you. No, 
No, no! Please, Alistair, please do not do this! Put down the axe! What choice have you left me? Do you have any idea what you have done? Where is he? Where is my boy? I'm sorry! I'm so sorry! <laughs> oh, Elizabeth! Alistair, no! 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 Too late for apologies, my dear. All the sacrifices I've made. Sacrifice? Sacrifice? Don't you dare speak to me of sacrifice. I never would have asked you to endure the hell that you have put me through. Everything I've done, I've done for our family. For the Torrance name. Name, name, name. All that name has ever brought a misery and heartache into my life. I curse that name. Your family name and its legacy will burn in hell. My name gave your life meaning and purpose. When I found you, you were street trash begging for food. I rescued you from that life, remember? You exploited me. I was a trophy, a means to an end, to live out my days breeding like some common bitch. Then it seems life has gone full circle for you. Oink, oink, little piggy. <laughs> Go ahead, Alistair. Make your snide remarks. It doesn't matter. Kill me. Come for me. You'll never have my heart. Oh, I will, my dearest. I will pull it out of your still-beating chest and him, his betrayal. Oh, I have something special for him. They'll never find you. Such a sad little boy you are. A little boy made someone else played with your toys because you're not man enough to keep them. Enough! This little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed at home. This little piggy had roast beef. Till death do us part, dearest. Lizzie, stay back! No, you, 
you whisper to him? I, I think the garden, my maze, we went to my maze. Come on, let's go. Maybe we can retrace your steps. a believer either about ghosts and spirits, but after tonight... This way, this way! I can see the path. The moon is full. I remember this way! Isn't this the best, Leo? I don't know, Brett. What, what? We actually got to see a real ghost. We solved the mystery of Torrance House. This is it, buddy. Our ticket to the top. Big time! You're always worrying about this or that. We'll just, we'll just relax and enjoy the moment, huh? Here, the center of the maze. It's where we fled, my roving eye. My beautiful, special boy. My break in that cursed chain. I don't understand. How did you die? Did Alistair catch you? Did he bury you here? There is something here. There, the orb on the obelisk. Turn it to three o'clock. I must depart. Weak. Weak. Ange! Oh, what? What happened? Lady Torrance possessed you! She could have bought me dinner first. This orb thingy, maybe it's like a secret passage or something, like in the mystery of the phantom postal worker. my glasses. I found my glasses. Great. What? What the hell is that? In the old days, big estates used to have underground chambers to store water in case of drought. Learning all sorts of shit today. <gasps> she must have fallen in with Brody. Do you see Brody? What is the... What is the... What the hell is that? As the creature slowly moved in on them, the light of the full moon shone down on its matted fur, rippling with muscle and claws clicking on stone. Only then did Angie realize what made Lady Torrance's little boy so special. How Sam's bloodline had at last broken the curse of House Torrance. A heavy tongue licked yellow fangs and she wondered just how many ghost hunters, urbexers, and curious teens had found this place before them. A mother protects and a mother provides, even from beyond the grave. 
and then she began to scream, but not for very long. Join us on Halloween for part two of Susie's Dead Time Stories. 